0: All right, Lynn, welcome to the podcast episode 197, getting closer and closer to 200, which is pretty cool. Um, how are you doing, Lynn? Welcome, thank you, great to be here. It's good to have you. Um, you know, there's a few things I want to talk about in particular. Um, would, would definitely want to expand more on what you guys do with One of and like what you guys' goals are, what you guys' mission is, like what you're trying to accomplish. Before we do that, um, would love to learn more about yourself tell me a bit more about your your background your story how did you get into this wonderful world of crypto and blockchain
1: yeah you know i'm a i'm a tech nerd uh, i went to carnegie mellon university uh, started my first company out of my dorm um and you know eventually ended up actually taking that company public it was a like teen social media company um you know after that i i spent uh, you know uh uh, a few years over at major media companies such as, um, you know, Alloy that owned uh, Gossip Girls, Vampire Diaries, and Ms. Communications that owned, you know, the the radio stations Hot ninety seven in New York and Power one hundred six in L.A. So primarily, really looking at how to, kind of, get traditional media company into kind of the, the digital space in general. Uh, so there was a there's a fun story that like at one point uh funk master flex who's like the legendary uh dj on um hot 97 like mm-hmm. you know, pulled me aside it was like lynn you have to leave the company they'll never let you do you know everything you you you're meant to do so you know so it was a little bit of a wake-up call i end up deciding to get back into a startup world joined a uh, mobile video company in canada so like um and, and and that was a fun few years and then um decided to move back to um, you know, we ended up taking that company public as well in, in Canada, uh, came back to New York, uh, got together and really met my, um, mentor and Sherpa in the blockchain space, um, Bell Thai. And this was like, um, 2015. Um, and Bell was like, really like, you know, a pioneer early investor in the blockchain space, uh, was, you know, the, the, the 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 talks as early as 2015 was like how do we use blockchain technology for uh non-financial applications right like how does this apply to other industries so um, you know with my background in music entertainment so that was kind of like a, um, a hot topic that we were thinking as early as 2015 um how to really apply this technology and um, and then, then you know, we I, I ended up building a B two B blockchain software company, kind of working from within, um, in and and building blockchain software for companies like Warner Music Group and and Uber, and really got a, a better understanding what like kind of industry players is looking for. Um, and then three years ago, Bill came to me. Was like, you have to look at these blockchain cats. So so it's crypto kitties. Um, and it was like a really powerful example of how, um, you know, kind of, uh, digital assets could be uniquely identified and authenticated. So we're like, wow, this is like a brand new way for artists to potentially directly monetize any type of digital work with with their fans. Right. Like up to this point, artists, you know, are at the mercy of, uh, streaming platforms that, you know, maybe pays them like penny a stream right and that's if you're lucky if you're a big enough artist that their algorithm actually displays your work to to the listeners um so so you know we got to work on the technology and kind of um you know the the fun story is i you, you know we we worked on this for uh, i worked on the technology for years and then you know when when it was kind of almost ready i called up my um uh, partner josh um uh, who's who's one of my good friends for for 15 years and I was like oh we gotta we gotta we gotta do this music Nft company and this was like you know uh, early 2020 and and, and Joshua was like what is an Nft um and and then like after he got you know like understood what this could could mean for um, musicians and everything he said we have to call Adam so Adam fell is our third partner who is president of Quincy Jones productions. So, well, like we we really want Quincy to be part of this project, um, and you know, it was it was the same. Adam was like, "What is an NFT?" So, um, and and quickly, you know, with um, you know him and Quincy really realized how what a big deal this is for musicians, um, kind of, and and how this is kind of, in their words, it's it's kind of the most significant advancing technology in the music industry uh since streaming right so this is as important if not more important um so 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 yeah so the rest is history but the last kind of uh this year the last kind of 10 month has been a huge acceleration of the entire space
0: yeah why is this a big deal for musicians like with with nfts i've heard this a ab- a million times over and I do see the opportunity, but what is it with NFTs and musicians that you guys see that, you know, is, um, going to be very beneficial for them?
1: Yeah. So if you think about the traditional music business model, um, there are two things very uh, significant. One is, uh, with NFTs, like the musicians and artists no longer have to no longer have to collateralize your future revenue stream, right? So if you think about. You know, a, an artist wants to put out a record. Usually, mm-hmm. the the way to do it, you sign a recording contract with a record company, um, and you know, you get an advance. You go make your album, um, and but you collateralize your future earnings, right? So, so the the record, you know record mm-hmm. label takes a percentage, a large percentage mm-hmm. of your uh, record sales for mm-hmm. a very long time. Um, you know, the mm-hmm. second way for artists to make money is touring, right? So you basically then you sign a tour promoter deal with uh, a Live Nation or another promoter. So you you collateralize your tour ticket sales. Uh, if you're a songwriter, you collateralize. You you sign a publishing deal. Publishing company writes your events check, and you know you 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 basically uh, give up the rights to monetize your um, uh, directly your, um, your your songwriting revenue. So so NFT is different. NFT doesn't require you to like pre claralize anything right so this is like a, a very fundamental change how, how business works if you can go to your community and your fan base to say i to to pre-announce a project right i want to write a new album i want to put together this new tour who is in right like who want to support me uh and for the fans it's even more important because this is the first time you can actually participate in the uh artist career it's it's very different before it's always a one-way street right your favorite artists as much as you love them they're always like give 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 right mm-hmm. like i will you know come to my show buy my tickets buy my merch buy my uh listen to my music streaming right like buy my like you know downloads so this is the first time the artist is like hey if you believe in me and buy my aunties, uh, you're coming along for the ride, right? Like, mm-hmm. like everybody benefits. Uh, when I win my next Grammy, or when I, like, you know, do my next collabo with Kanye West, right? So, um, so so this is very exciting. You're basically now, uh, the fan is part of the artist, um, you know, like core, con- like journey, right? Of, of growth.
0: Yeah, I see a lot of artists jumping on board and doing this. Is this going to be like potentially the future of doing drops and singles and features and? releasing albums potentially through NFTs as utility.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I think we're early. Uh artists are experimenting, right? So we did a big drop with the DJ Alesso uh, who's a the mm-hmm. big EDM DJ who just headlined uh Fletcher Daisy Carnival in Vegas. Um so he did a drop where um it's a it's a un- exclusive unreleased track, right? So he 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 wrote the song and you know uh, I was on a, a bunch of interviews with him where he was like talking about when he writes music, he sees colors, right? So he's he's to he different colors, and um, and this is like you know he partnered with a great um, you know visual art firm, uh, Rough Draft, that basically. Then like took whatever his visual was and put that into kind of this world. It's cosmic genesis, right? It's about the formation of the universe and, and the planets and it's very colorful like interpretation. And that that song and that music video then is divided into different chapters. Um, but you collect different NFTs and you form, form the full song, right? So and then once you form the full song, um, it comes with you know additional in in real life experiences and utilities. Right. So you can now um some of these now comes with golden tickets, right? If you form the the, the song you can now actually go to his uh, concerts and backstage passes, um, you know, the higher tier diamond tier um, NFTs. If you, you have one of those, you can get, um, you know, a, a free table VIP table at his uh, Vegas residency when he plays at Tao. Um, and, and we even have a, um, in, you know, if you own the one of one, right? Like NFT uh, for the whole song, uh, not only do you have like extended material and it's a longer cut of the special cut of the video uh it comes with a ticket to go into space right so because this his whole song is about the the genesis of, of the the cosmos um mm-hmm. so we partner with a uh space company uh world to actually um you know the the owner of the MT have two years to 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 pick like you know when they want to go into space and they can trade the NFT to other space lovers. Right. So like Mm -hmm. my wife already told me I'm not allowed to go into space. So so (laughs) So you're not allowed to buy it. So, yeah. But, you know, so so but there are, you know, like this is kind of just about kind of if you think about this, this is uh, now this whole collection encompasses um, not only music, um, a new way to release music, but new way to do ticketing and VIP ticketing for tours and also in real life experiences that that's beyond even music. I mean, I think that is kind of the formula for the future of, of, of what a thoughtful um, way to directly for a musician to directly uh, go to their community and release like content and toys. It's, it's a whole package.
0: Yeah, that's a really interesting way of go, going about and leveraging NFTs. And I want to go to space. So maybe I'll buy that NFT. Who knows? Um, that's really cool, though. And I noticed that you guys decided to build your uh, platform on Tezos too, instead of Ethereum or another competitor. Why Tezos? What are the benefits to doing it that way?
1: Yeah, you know, Tezos has a, a few really great advantages, right? So I can talk about the technical ones. The, you know, that was sure. the early decision where, um, you know, music NFTs is very different than kind of uh, crypto art NFTs, right? Like art traditionally always has been like, kind of a one of one elitist like sells for millions of dollars, right? That's what, that's what you think about like Mm -hmm. art when you think about that. So, so it's okay if you're selling something for a hundred thousand dollars, it's okay to pay $500 minting fee. So that's not the case for music. Musicians uh, care, you know, there are two things that's really important. Uh, Number one is um, they don't want to be perceived as um, only catering to their wealthiest fans. Right? So, you know, doesn't matter if Taylor Swift sells one NFT for a million dollars or sells one million NFT for one dollar. She still make one million dollar. But she, you know, mm-hmm. musicians like her really would prefer to kind of cater to mm-hmm. to, to the broader fan base. Uh, so that requires you can't sell an NFT for one dollar if the minting cost is like eight hundred dollars, right? So mm-hmm. so we have a really low cost. A uh, low transaction fee chain, so uh, so Tezos kind of fits the bill. But the second thing is also environmental concerns, right? Every music artist. So we did we did a ca- um, a, a collection, for our first collection with Doja Cat. So Doja Cat, number one streaming female artist on, on on all the streaming platform right now in the world. The you know she actually announced that she was going to do an NFT collection before she even met us, and she got thousands of of fans writing her on Twitter. That's like have you considered environmental impact? How can you do this, right? So like, uh, you know, I think a lot of people don't understand using minting NFTs on proof of work blockchains uh, is perceived to be very damaging to the environment, right? So mm-hmm. calculations are, you know, it takes uh, the, the electricity that powers your house, an average household for five days just to mint an NFT. That's kind of crazy, right? That's crazy. Especially when, especially when there are kind of low energy options on proof-of-stake networks or on l2 projects there, there's a lot of great innovations uh, on on different blockchains um so so tezos is actually specifically very energy efficient it's two million times more energy efficient than kind of mm-hmm. traditional mm-hmm. work um networks uh and the third thing which is, is you know i'm you, you know as i really as we launched our project and really got involved in the Tezos nft community it is the greatest um you know kind of NFT community there is. Um just a quick example, right? So very recently one of the biggest art uh, NFT projects on Tezos, um Hick and Nunk, um, you know, the 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 UI of Hick and Nunk uh temporarily went down. And you know, the community came together and literally within hours, there's that got spun up by just by community members, right? So this is like Web 3. This cannot be killed. This cannot be because a website went down. Um, Your assets are safe. It's, you know, so the transaction came, transaction volume came right back up, right? So, I mean, Mm -hmm. so so this is really tremendous how um, it's now like this is the, probably the most decentralized um art nft marketplace in the world right now it's entirely run by the community there's no founder running that there's no company running it. everybody just checking in what they can right some of the best technologists are donating their time and server time you know we you know mm-hmm. i was so moved you know heganung is one of the reasons where he inspired me to actually um, get into involved with the tezos um, blockchain ecosystem so like you know we're, we're making a donation to to keep the um the you know, just the server and painting uh, services going um, and whatever that, that's needed. Um, and we're also, you know, cause this also leads to, you know, kind of a a moment we think. Um, so coming up in doing Miami art week uh, during December 1st and 2nd, uh, one of is already planning kind of a two day immersive art and, and music event, right? Called one of that world. Um, and uh, we've been talking, speaking with the Hikhanung, um art community, and we're going to dedicate one day of exhibit just to um, Hikhanung artists, right? So art, you can go like kind of just submit to be and it's super inclusive. Anybody want to exhibit their work, well, exhibit it, right? So yeah, we have this 360 degree immersive experience. Um, and like everybody was like, why would you do this? This is like not our company at all um but this is you know kind of a you know i think the, this is an example where traditional art world how nft art world and nft communities are so different than traditional world right so you know there's i think the press narrative generally are like kind of like oh like how does a community recover from from, from a website you know your marketplace central marketplace website go down and that's only, you know, 10% of the story, right? The 90% of the story is how the community came together. art is thriving and processing tens of thousands of transactions and has like, you know, tens of thousands dollar worth of, um, you know, single item auctions every day. It's like, you know, to, to the people that actually built it, this is a project that actually belongs to the people. And that's why we're part of the Tezos NFT community.
0: Got it. So that I imagine also plays into you guys being a green NFT platform too, because I saw that on your guys' website.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, you know, you can, you know, like any, you know, to a broader sense, I think any uh, company thinking about any project of building uh, NFTs these days, uh, if you're not considering, um, you know, doing it in a sustainable way, um, then these projects are kind of all for a quick cash grab right so sure. um it's it's only sustainable until you know we we've been all in blockchain space for 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 seven eight years right we've seen the cycles um you know it's the company that actually is thoughtfully thinking longer term um and like certainly if longer term is uh very viable as a um you know as they move to proof of stake but but that that is a uh, work in progress, right? So, right. Um, so Tedzo's today is just, you know, I think um, the best choice for for a lot of um, musicians that is, um, you know, the biggest musicians in the world are like kind of environmentally conscious and this is kind of the, uh, the right home for them. And one of is like, this is, you know, one big part of our pillar, right? We have three pillars, it's artists first, it's for every fan. We don't want to just make one million dollar NFTs. We want to make NFTs M- affordable for everyone. Um,
0: and and the third thing is like we want to do this in you know, an environmentally sustainable way. Got it. That makes sense. Can you guys do batching as well? Um, I, some platforms don't allow you to do that, but like some people want to do like massive collections and they want to put them all out at once. Um, are you guys able to do that on your platform and through Tezos?
1: yeah so you know that's that's another kind of technology challenge that kind of we solve, right so we uh we we kind of introduced a new minting method on um, tesla's called power mint what, what that allows us to do right if you think about our goal is our goal is not necessarily like cater to the current crypto wells if you will it's really about like how do we use on uh, the power of music and our uh, you know, artists, partners as a gateway to introduce this technology, this art form to uh, millions of kind of casual or curious fans, right? We care about the next 100 million, um, you know, uh, consumers that get on blockchain. And this is like the way, you know, we think this is the easier understand way. Everybody understands like, hey, like if, you know, my favorite artist is putting out a new exclusive single, there's a limited edition of like, thousand or ten thousand and i can buy it for five dollars like you know I, I would love to be the first one to show i'm the biggest fan right so 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 you know in, in that sense you know we make the ui super easy uh any 14 year old fan can just sign up with a phone number and email and you know you can purchase if, if you don't have a crypto wallet no problem you can purchase with a credit card or everything you know the entire process take you two and a half minutes um so 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 that's kind of um, you know, the goal for us to do that. So we perfected this uh going back to power mint. Uh our first collection was with uh to celebrate iHeart Radio Music Festival, right? So mm-hmm. so iHeart, you know, that's a uh legendary festival with the biggest artists like Billy Irish and and Killer Roy and, and everyone. So on um, journey like this year, you know, performed. Um we basically were like well like let's let's just give away give away the um NFT to everyone. So, and not only just the people who, um, who were able to be lucky enough to to attend this in real life. Um, you know, there's 20,000 people that show show like that was uh, at the nightly performances, and and you know maybe up to 100,000 people during the day. Um, the, you know, it's about we're about the millions of people at home watching this from live stream. So we minted one million NFT in a single night. That's that has never been done um on any blockchain right so the speed and throughput so that is a batch minting kind of um process that we call power mint and the entire minting one million nft costed us about two dollars sixty cents worth of tezos through our kind of power mint method uh that's tremendous right that means like artists and you know creators don't have to even consider minting costs as part of your equation you can't you know mm-hmm. like I'm happy to subsidize uh, all our artist partners' uh, costs, right? So our artist partner who work with us pay zero minting fees. Um, so, so, so they now they have a canvas to potentially, um, you know, they can sell NFT for a million dollar if they want. But you know, the more powerfully they can sell NFTs for five dollars, for one dollar, um, give away for free, right? So, uh, so that's kind of you know we think is a game changer.
0: Yeah, that openness um, and optionality is really, really important for artists and gives them different methods to go about, you know, doing things with NFTs. So that's really cool. Um, Touching on, you know, I guess the future of NFTs, what do you with where NFTs are now? What do you see them evolving into going forward? Yeah, you know, I think what's
1: really interesting uh, to me is where kind of the digital and physical world intersect um right so there's the metaverse and then there's the physical verse right so so when uh it's not only that like hey you know like your nft can be a playable character in the metaverse you know i think i think everybody has thought through that and there's some like really uh cool work being done by sandbox and others that's already like making this a reality right so um but what's also interesting is um it is is how to kind of connect that like into like you know we've done things like um your nft leads to tickets right to 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 like a physical concert or VIP experience with your favorite artist but what if you were at the concert and you know the artist halfway through the set like blows a kiss into the crowd and you reach your phone, and you catch that kiss and that's a you know 100 person can catch that and that's an nft right and that nft now unlocks uh extra experiences in the metaverse right so how uh how digital flows into physical uh and how physical then flows back into digital that whole loop is i think where things gets really interesting so artists can um if you think about for music artists um right now primarily they're trying to um monetize their recording or monetize their physical touring um if there's a new kind of uh category now is this like um how do they kind of interact with fans in kind of the, the this digital uh universe right and and that doesn't have to be a completely isolated uh you know experience um and, you know i think when when that flows like very seamlessly into physical experiences is where uh, we are kind of really looking to do a lot of experimentation. Like, like the partnership with iHeart Radio Music Festival is a good example of that. The you know the partnership with World Worldview Spaceflight is a great example of that. Also, that like an NFT actually puts you, the holder, not the NFT into space, but puts you, the token holder, into space. Um, and and you know we just did a a, a drop this week that. Um, uh, with the artist Chief Keith and his uh, longtime collaborator, Colorful Color Moolah. Um, so it was a generative collection, 4,444 uh, glows. Um, so they'll glow, these are characters that's actually already part of a, uh, you know, called popular um, toy line, right? Mm-hmm. So these glow men or glow, uh, glow boys, glow, glow girls t- together, it's the glow gang. Um, there's there's physical um merch already attached to it. There is like VIP concert experiences with the artist. Uh, there's additional work being done on like combining these glows for glow babies. Um so 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 we're we're having a lot of fun with this. This is like 2021, kind of like everything and anything is possible, which is really exciting. So, so I mean, we rely a lot on kind of um, not only our own creative team, but like externally partnership with like, you know, music artists and art artists are, are just some of the most creative people ever. Right. Like a lot of times, like I'm blown away about the things they are already thinking about. Um, they're just like, is this possible? We're like, I was like, yeah, let's like, we'll we'll make make it possible. Right. So we'll talk to the tech team and we'll make it possible. So
0: uh, So it's really exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting what can be done with NFTs, especially the whole idea of NFTs and metaverses. So very excited how that kind of pans out over the next couple of years, and especially as metaverses keep growing in popularity. Um, anyways, Lynn, this is a good place for us to wrap up. Where should people go to catch up and follow uh, One of and yourself online? Uh, What's your social media? Um, the website's right there, OneOf.com. Where else should people go? Yeah, social media is uh, just at OneOf.com nft
1: um and then my personal handle is uh the points die um t-h-e points d-a-i
0: okay perfect lynn thank you for taking the time to come on the podcast really appreciate it and for elaborating on one of and what you guys are doing it's very exciting thank you brian all right talk to you again in the future otherwise see you next time thank you